Yo, what's going on, fellas? Yo, yo, all right. How you doing, man? Cool, cool. All right, you can you can hear clear, right? You can hear, right? Yeah, I can hear you guys. Can you guys hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yo, see that this is why we use the the Facebook call. That voice, that voice over IP is nice. It's clean. Yeah, it sounds it's, it's cleaner than I thought it would be, too. Yeah, yeah, that's why I use it. It's like cleaner than most. Like regular phone calls just sound like shit for some reason, but <laughs> <laughs> all right man so we're gonna get this started um i'm john d contradiction and it's gonna be me and uh jp today we're gonna be we're gonna be so giving our little chop sesh all right but um for uh everybody that's gonna check in on this when i post it introduce yourself sir so my name is b light i'm a hip-hop artist producer record engineer record producer from new york um i dabble Honestly, in all forms of hip hop, we can go pop, we can go soul, blues, underground hip hop, or where my roots are. Mm. Okay. I like to go over the whole entire spectrum. Okay. Hey, nothing wrong oh, with that. Good. Man. Diversify. Very diverse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Diversify. I, I noticed you said New York, sir. Are yeah. you from New York? Where in New York, sir? So, what is funny is, <laughs> I wasn't born in New York. I was actually born in West Africa. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Cool. West Ooh. African native. Hey, there you go. Raised in the concrete New York streets. There you go. So you brought in the you brought the culture. You brought some culture with you. That's what a lot of New York in general needs is some actual culture. I know we got all types of stuff around the way, but there's 100%. still a lack. hundred <laughs> percent. So I came here as a youth until the age of five. I was raised in Richmond Hill, and then I moved to Elmont. Hey, <laughs> that's what I was yeah, waiting Elmont. for. That's what I was Elmont. waiting for. <laughs> yes, our home. So Elmont, for the Elmont natives listening. <laughs> so that's this is the this is the um, I don't know if it was it's not really planned, but this is the Elmont episode because we're all we're all from Elmont. We're <laughs> yeah, we all got roots from Elmont. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. So, all right, all right, nothing, nothing wrong with that. I mean, then this this is this is gonna be a fun one because we we know we know what each other's about. We know we know what the game is. So, you know what it is already around. That's here. it. That's it. Man. We know how it is. We know how Elmont gets down. Yo, you actually speaking of speaking of Elmont. So, um, my homegirl today tagged me in. Uh, she tagged me in a plate like from a restaurant. I'm like, and it was a vegan restaurant. I'm like, oh man, Elmont got vegan restaurants. How long have I been gone? Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> she's wild man i was like this is crazy and it looked good too she somebody someone there was like a spot that you can get oxtails at and they got vegan food is it, uh, wait is it all wait, how's, is it all right 
Um, no, nah, I saw Meacham. Ooh. What are we live, baby? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I do. I consume a vegan diet from time to time as well. Yeah, it's good. It's it's it's, it's definitely. I do too. Like I jump around with my girlfriend's vegan, and uh, I did it back in the day for like six months to learn it. And then once I got good at it, I balance it in and out. Like, I don't get too crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, around a year ago, I actually changed my diet completely, and I went pescatarian. Mm. Um, I oh, think wow. a year ago, I got contracted, and it was my first payment. I was paid to perform um, at Harvard University, actually. Mm. So, after that performance to commemorate my first paid gig as a hip-hop artist, I decided I went complete pescatarian, and I try to eat vegan diets on the weekends. That's good, man. That's good. Because it, it, honestly, people like to drag on and all that stuff because people don't like change, but like you you feel it. You feel a difference, bro. No, bro. bro immediately, uh, a couple months after, you know, my sleeping habits are better. I'm not as slow and sluggish. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about maintaining my weight because it literally just stays the same at all. I don't have to change anything much. Yep. And you get used to it. Yeah, and especially like, especially on the artist tip too, like you start to breathe better, you start to control better. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like certain things don't sneak up on you and stuff like yeah. that. You know? Yeah. So. <laughs> so I can't, I can't do that. I love burgers too much. <laughs> Dude, oh, try an Impossible Burger, bro. They're they're oh, good yo, as fuck. Bro. Oh my god, it will change your life. Them shits bro. is good, bro. Them oh, shits will make what you. What is it called? The Impossible Burger, bro. That shit is all plant based and it's delicious. That bro. shit tastes like it tastes like beef and like sausage fusion. That shit is. Bro, good. bro, you'll take a bite out of the burger, look back at the burger, and be like, Nah, the devil's alive. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yo, this plant is bleeding. <laughs> oh, dude, oh, bro. So look at bleeding. No way. What's the other one? There's another burger. I forgot the name. There's the um the impossible, and then the other one is the uh, I forgot, but that one's not bad either. That one. Uh, yeah, I, I buy it by the bulk at Whole Foods, and I don't know the name of it. Oh, yeah, fuck. It's, it's like so Beyond Burger. The Beyond Burger. There we go. Beyond Burger. There yeah. it is. Yeah, it's Bro, good fuck. stuff, man. Dude, I actually got put on. So my girl one morning, she uh, she's full on vegan. So she was like, oh, "I want to make some breakfast," and she made me um, she made me chicken and waffles with these um, these I forgot Doctor Something like fake chicken nuggets and they like fried chicken. They were bomb, bro. It went good. The chicken and waffles was righteous. Swing that name later. Yeah, I got you. I got you. <laughs> but uh, outside of us getting ourselves, to, you know, what? honestly, I'm gonna stick on it for two seconds though. You know, I have to because like uh, you 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 a fan of battle rap. Oh, yeah, bro. So, who's my favorite? Conceded. Oh, Conceded is the truth. He hasn't battled him in a minute, but he's the truth. Conceded and Arsenal, like my top favorite. Oh, Arsenal, Mr. Disrespectful himself. Dude, he put out a oh, fire yeah. album this year. He put out a fire album this year. For real? I got to listen yeah, to Yeah, definitely album. check it out. It's from front to back. It is, it's It's. a good time. And he's been having a I'm good time. I'm surprised to say that because it's hard for battle rappers to put out good music. Dude, yeah, this year, really they've been trying it, switch. man. There, there's yeah. been a couple of fails, but they've been trying it this year. Like, yeah. I, There's a couple of battle rappers that put out really solid projects like that I really enjoyed. Oh. Yeah. But um, speaking of them, I bring it up because uh, my favorite battle rapper is Loaded Lux. And uh, yeah. Loaded Lux was one of the first battle rappers. Like he's one of the first, like just to me, I consider him like an important part of like New York, just hip hop in general. You know what I'm saying? Like he's very known in the underground, and he's to an extent a lot of mainstream dudes do pay him homage. He was on Mac Miller's album, shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And he was one of the first to bring up like the vegan diet. And then another one of my favorite rap battle rappers is um you know Averb and Averb same thing you know doing the vegan thing. 
And to me, it's like to see these dudes do it, but like they they have reasoning. Like if you watch them talk about it and stuff. Like the difference between like us, I'll say us regular people and celebrities. I Mm. had to take a look back, and I'm like, yo, they all have a modified weird diet. Yeah, a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So they, they know something that we don't yeah. about how we should be eating. Yeah. You it's know? Very true. It's very true. So, like, all these people have vegan, pescatarian, strange diets. I had to pay attention to it. I'm like, you know what? I can't eat normal. You mm-hmm. know, I have to investigate this to really, because I, be I need to be around to enjoy my success. And I'm sure that's the same thing they're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. It's, it's crazy because, like, Averb just battled Murder Mook. And in one of his interviews, he was just mentioning, he's like, bro, he's like, I do the vegan thing, but he's like, please believe you're not going to be remembering full rounds when you're going up against a god like Mook eating that bad chicken. And he kept saying it, but he's like, yo, you really don't understand. Like, he was like, when I was fucking up in battles and stuff like that, he was pointing it to like the way his diet, like everything played an effect. Cause it's like, if your diet isn't great, your body's not going to be great. And if your body isn't great, then like everything falls apart with it. Yeah, that's the temple. Yeah, and I and I respect that. I was like, dude, that's just that's some food for thought. A lot of people just that's why I, we look at it now. These kids that are doing the lean and shit like that, you know, they're all they're zombies because the shit they're putting in their body, like these pills and all that shit, is fucking yeah. them up. Hundred percent. But um, Peter <laughs> Miller, real quick, since you said that. Uh, yeah, yeah, bring it. All right, Peter Mac Miller. Fact, man. Yeah, I really, I got tuned on to him during Macadelic. Like, I, had, Same. I listened to the album. My my cousin told me to listen. I was like, yo, I give him respect. He got respect for me. I didn't yeah. listen to him like hardcore, hardcore, like I know you told me you did, but mm-hmm. I was like, I had to respect it. Yeah. yeah it, it, see, me, like, I, I followed him. Like, I remember his come up and all that stuff. You know, I've always had my ears to the ground when it comes to stuff like that. And, like, I, at first, I was just like, yo, I can't get into this, dude. I was like, his music wasn't talking to me. But then when he dropped Macadelic, I was like, all right, he's starting to he's starting to become a real artist. Yeah, it, was, and, it was different, yeah. you know? Because I've heard Mac Miller songs here and there. But mm-hmm. on Macadelic, it felt like a cohesive project where he found something. Yeah, he found his sound. You know? He found his voice. He man. found his sound. Yo, Lucky At by uh, him and Juicy J was like my jam. Oh, yeah. I was like, yo, it, it was... It was sonically coherent. Oh, too. yeah. Oh, it was great. So I really had to respect it. I think I bumped it the other day. I'm like, yo, this was a good album. Oh, it's great. They they, they just released yeah, the, the remaster of Macadelic on like iTunes and all streaming, and it's, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Yeah. I never I never heard Macadelic. The first Mac Miller album I heard was the one I watched movies with the lights on. Oh, that one was fantastic. <laughs> I love yeah, that Yeah, that was album. the first Mac Miller I, I, I heard, and I was like, man, this dude is... It's nice. I never yeah. gave him a, a listen before that, but after that, I bumped that album front to back like the yeah. whole summer. When See, it came out. That album made me like a, that because when Macadelic came out, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna keep my eye out." But then when watching movies came out, I was like, "Oh, I'm a fan now." And then Good AM came out, I was like, "Oh, I'm a super fan now." You know what I'm saying? Like, and then Faces mixtape when that, that's when I found out he produced. I was like, "Fuck, this dude, he could do it, man. This is what hip hop needs." <laughs> but um, so on the on the words of hip hop and all that that we love and cherish and what brings us here today let's get to you my friend you are here today is your day what got you into hip hop let's hear that day one uh, yeah i don't even want to be cliche but you know <laughs> i started with the poetry and blah 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 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh yeah you, i'll tell you exactly what started me recording so you'll know uh my homie james lucid shout mm-hmm. out to lucid kuna uh, we we have a hip hop supergroup called LOTP League of the Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So I was 16 in the ninth grade. We went to Sawanika. Johnny yes, sir. Hey, yes, Sawanika. sir. <laughs> 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 so, 
you know, no offense, you know, no racism. Uh, I bumped into him and he's like, yo, he raps, you know, he records mm. and he raps. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, white boy, really? <laughs> like, you rapping? I'm like, I bet, say no more. So I think it was like literally the next week. I'm 16 and he has to be like 13 or 14 at this point, bro. Because mm, mm. I was in the seventh grade. <laughs> no, that's, it was crazy. That's I'm dope, though. Now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, look at look at the he difference from then and now. Yo, the homie was putting out albums with uh, with a lot of notable people around there, and I didn't realize that. So yeah, we started recording together. I started listening to him. I'm like, yo, this dude is nice. Mm. He started. He helped me with my first recording program. We was using Adobe Audition 3.0 oh, rough. and like desktop mics, bro. <laughs> so crazy. Nah, he was nice, bro. He's still nice to this day. Yeah. Like, yeah. I found myself chasing after him to become as good as he is. That's dope, though. That's, 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 that's a good way to do it. Because, I mean, at, at that point, yeah. too, you guys both were doing your thing, too, at a young age. You know, you like he, it could be the other way around, too. Like, him, you guys are bouncing off of each other. You know what I'm saying? That, that's dope. Yeah, bro. So, like, I was spitting, like, one syllable words on like our early tracks and homie listen to tech nine so you know he was no this white boy can't outshow me like i'm that type of person i like to get really really competitive like i like to bully people mm-hmm. so just following him and just every song i would say i just got exponentially better you know i started doing songs with roberto cano shout out to automatic mm-hmm. uh, I did song with Monster Matt. Shout out to Zulu. Matt Punchline City. Yeah, nice, bro. He was on like my first my first mixtape that I put out as a youngster. It was called Walks of Life. Oh man, was on there. Matt Checo was on there. They really showed me a lot of respect when I came into it more than I thought I would because you know I was really really new to the the game. I didn't know we had like an underground battle rap <laughs> community mm. in Veronica. So it really became very evident. Yeah. Very quickly. Yeah, that's dope, man. That's fucking dope. That's that's crazy. Um actually uh we actually did review one of um Monster Matt's projects and I was a little let down by it because he wasn't doing his punchline thing that he usually does. It's the C Division project. But oh. I told him straight up. I was like, "Bro, I'm not really feeling this, but I get what you're doing. Like you're doing the new age thing, but I'm like, I know you're better than that. Like I know I've heard you lose your like me and him actually. I I met up with him I bumped into him and uh, Scheme at um, one of the team backpack things out in California. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, Elmont's here. Like, we got Elmont all over there. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, this is dope. So, and then, did like, you try it out? Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. Actually, I did. Uh, it was a, that year was a mess, bro. Like, that year was yeah, like. They were telling me about it this year. It was a complete mess. Yeah, it was weird, bro. We had like, they had like a bunch of like corporate like white folks like some white lady who swam across like oceans and shit telling her story of like how when she turned like 30 she had enough money to just swim the ocean as a hobby some fuck shit like that and i'm like yo none of us have like even a, a quarter of what you have like in our entire it's lives inspiration, like, man. it's supposed to be inspiration it's terrible bro it was terrible but it was weird man this is when dev was still with them and then like yeah, but um, I mean, it is what it is. I just came back from the competition I tried out this year. I want to, yeah, I wanted to ask you about that. So, um, the the last few ones that have been out here and stuff, because it's like a new, it's a new name. It's not Team Backpack anymore. It's like Worldwide. So it's World Underground. Now. World Underground. There we go. So I think they're they're switching up the corporation things of it a little bit. Mm-hmm. World Underground, I think it's going to be the stance for the competitions now. Okay. They all 
want to do it worldwide. I know they were looking into Japan, Australia. Scary, wow. big world. Set up like strongholds and bases of hip hop in those countries. Yeah, that's dope. The ground name, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's it's good to see it come back too. Because like when Team Backpack kind of died down, it was really upsetting to me because like there was a, mo- a point in time where like a few years where I'm like, yo, this is underground hip hop really making a dent. Yeah. You know, so, because a lot of people didn't, under, didn't know about the artists that were on Team Backpack until Team Backpack came out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of artists that, that till this day, that like I listened to just because I heard them from there. But like even when when I did the Moolah, like when I went out there, I I still keep in contact with a lot of the artists I met out there. It was like some good networking. I still work with a lot. I still talk to a lot of them. Like it was just dope. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like the greatest coalition for underground network. Yeah. And it seemed so stable, like we needed it at the time when it peaked, and then it kind of fell off. And it kind of hurt, you know, because like it fell off at the worst time. Like that was when like the "Don't Fuck Up Our Beats" when like when uh, Hobson's label shit broke up, and like you know what I'm saying? Like all the stuff that the underground had like fell apart. Oh my gosh, you're right. Yeah, gonna come back hard now, though. Yeah, which is good. Like I see it coming back. I see the pages up, like the websites down, but I see the YouTube's back in effect. I see a lot of shit coming back up, which is a is a really good look. Yeah, bro, it's about to be good. I had fun at the competition. Yeah, how'd you do, man? I love those things. Those things are a good time. How'd you do? What happened? So I made it out over like a thousand people in the country into the building. They did a top 64 thing this year. Dope. So then the second round for the finals, and they literally chopped it in half. So only the top 32 MCs could make it in that one. Mm. Uh, I think the first round is we both had to perform an original song. And then the crowd and then the judges would decide if you go to the next round. So that one, I managed to make it to the the finals as part of the the top thirty two episodes. And they do the freestyles, right? No, this one they changed it. Now this one they spun. Um, it would be like it was eight or four groups of eight, and they had to pick who had the best verse to old school, well, new school boom bap beats. Mm. So I lost in that in that round. Oh, okay. That's a, that's a that's a that's a cool different dynamic because I when I was there, um, that was when uh, that was this was for sure enough. This is when Token competed. I have the footage of it. This is when Token competed, and yeah. they made you like you had to freeze. They had the it was like it was almost like Eight Mile. They play like the old school beat, like you know Shook Ones or some shit, and then you'd have to freestyle for thirty seconds, and it was like you were battling each other. And this one dude that Token went up against was just like eating Token's heart. Like he was just he came there with like battle bars specific. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? He practiced battle bars to get at people. So he was just up there cooking token, bro. It was like, what the fuck? But it was dope. Like, it was dope because, like, it was um, this one lady, Jay the Lioness. She killed it. Then it was um, Token, some other dude, this dude, it text music. Uh, it was it was wild, bro. It was a dope experience. The crowd was in on it. Everybody on stage was in on it. It was dope, man. Joel Ortiz and Illmind were having a good-ass time. Like, it was mad people. It was, it was fly, bro. I loved it. Yeah, no, they changed it up this year. I know they wanted to make um, artists a lot more diverse. So mm-hmm. they had a round where you could pre-write your bars. But even like the fourth round, you had to freestyle to a human-made beatbox, you know, for <laughs> a minute. And I think, I think that was like the semifinal round to make it or to win or something like that. I didn't yeah. get that. They need, to, they need to split up. They need to split up a lot of that because like as much as I love a good freestyle, not everybody can do it, you know? Yeah, That's, not everybody's ready that was, for that. That was only one round, though. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was only one round, but it was. I thought it was cool. Which is, it's a, it's definitely a dope experience. Like, it makes people for the next one want to practice. But it's like, you don't want to. Like, what if they lose out on someone who's 
who's like the bomb at everything else, but you lose because some cat can freestyle, but he can't do everything else. It's like a weird dynamic. You know what I'm that's saying? A, that's a good point. Yeah. But I mean, it's still, it's regardless, it's getting these kids hungry. It's going to make kids practice. It's going to like one kid <laughs> who um, I still talk to <laughs> at the moolah was like, Oh bro, I just practiced freestyling for a whole year. I'm ready. And he freed anything Every- he threw at him. <laughs> Every and he was fire, and I'm like, bro, that's what a year of practice does. No, I love I love freestyling. That's yeah. like one of my favorite things ever. I enjoy freestyling, but I'm more of like I could do it in like a battle rap sense. But when it's like a, on a beat and like you know what I'm saying, like I gotta be in a nice little zone. Like I can do it, but I just I don't I personally don't like to do it. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I understand you. Yeah, because I because I'm a we I'm a strange dude, so I I, I say some reckless shit. And I'll say some, you know what I'm saying? Off rip, I'll think of some dark, offensive craziness. And then it's like, but that's the whole point. I don't need people to know that side of me, bro. That's the side they need to know. That's the hungry side. It's going to come out somehow. (laughs) True. That is true, though. I can't hide it for too long. (laughs) No, but that's fire, though. That's a dope experience. I saw, like, you were posting online. I'm like, oh, this is dope. I was watching you go through it, man. Usually, um, one year they had it really well. Well, well, um, they recorded it. My dude, up, uh, I think uh, Paco the G Train, G Train Bandit. He like. Oh, I know Paco. Paco's the goat, man. I love Paco. Shout man. out to Paco. I miss yeah. Paco. We have some records that were supposed to be in the making. It's still coming though. That's dope, dude. He's fire. His album was dope too. I, I enjoyed his album too. His Paco's album the man. Was really good. There were a couple gems on there that I was bumping. Yeah, he's 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 a, he's just a good dude. He um he did some he helped with like some of the footage one year, and I remember that shit being super clean. But I was looking for this year's. I don't. I, I don't think they posted yeah, it yet. He did, he didn't because um that was the Muni Mutant Underground. Yeah. Music. Both me, him, Crim Della. I'm sure you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you know. Fire. Fire. We all like we're together. We had like a coalition that we all tried out. We all made it, and literally like a week before, we were all at Paco's crib, like freestyling and practicing our bars and hyping each other up and getting each other ready. Mm. So that year, he also helped me post my audition to Mission Underground New York on my YouTube because he got footage of it. Yeah, yeah, so he's, yeah, that's good. That those are honestly those are good dudes. Like that's crazy. You you met them at that Mission Underground? Uh, no, actually, I always knew Paco because oh, okay. Paco and Cynical used to work together back in the day. We used to do the shows at Amityville and all that. <laughs> Amityville. <laughs> Bro, you know, come on, you know what is going on right now. Oh, <laughs> Amityville, Vibe Lounge, come on. Vibe Lounge, Any actors in this area has performed at one of these crowds. Oh, yeah. They're the best. To a crowd of three or four people. Oh, man. Let dream live on. <laughs> Honestly, though, it's the, most, it's the most humbling but best practice. Absolutely. It's the Absolutely. best. That's how you good, you know? Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I literally met Crimdella and Brooklyn at Paco's apartment because he already knew them. Mm-hmm. So that week before, I met them there. Yeah, their whole like, team, their whole little movement thing is dope. Like, yeah. I met them. I actually met Paco and uh, Crimdella at Moolah at the Mission Underground Los Angeles, and I've Ooh. I've kept in touch since. Yeah. <laughs> good good dudes, man. Good dudes. Trying New York represented hard in L.A. Dude, it was crazy how much New York was out there, bro. It was wild. <laughs> I like so, that trip. And it was a vacation for New Yorkers, like the endless sun and all that shit. We needed that. Yeah. <laughs> you know it. Oh, man, that's fire, though. No, that's dope, man. I, that, that's good. So it's like what's crazy is like you obviously, you know, vibe lines, you know, the, the, all the venues and stuff. It's like we've probably been at the same damn shows and not even noticed it. We went to school yeah. together. 
Oh, well, we all went to school together. Yeah. I used to host open mics at Vibe Lounge. It's so crazy. What happened? I used to host open mics at Vibe Lounge. <laughs> I knew the owner, and I was hosting my own open mic for like a year around there. That's dope, man. That's dope. Cool, yeah. I know all the venues around here, bro. It's been a oh, long yeah. time. Amityville has a place. It will always have a place in my heart, and man. About, you mean Ollie's Point? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. You know, my, 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 my place, I call it my stomping grounds because it's my favorite venue, even though it's like the smallest. Is um, it, it was called VP South, but it's the Amityville Music Hall. That's I know what you're talking that's about. That's home, man. Right, right down the block from Revolution, man. That's home. Yeah. I did a show maybe a couple years there, too. Oh, it's the best, man. You remember the Crazy Donkey? Oh, yeah, man. Now it's fucking Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> yeah, something. <laughs> <laughs> so what the hell's going on? They, yo, they got rid of that, that that golf spot that was next door too, man. That shit's crazy. Yeah, it's it's gone. It got tore down. But everything's yeah. getting tore down over yeah. there. Oh, yeah, bro. There's a Chipotle in Elma. <laughs> yo, where where Sizzler used to be at? <laughs> what? Did you call with Sizzler? Yeah. There's a Chipotle in Elma. They deliver, bro. <laughs> No. <laughs> what did Elmont do to deserve food, that? The only food spot I still mess with in Elmont area is like Cherry Valley, yo. Oh, <laughs> the land. <laughs> Shout out to gentrification, real quick. <laughs> yeah, facts. Yeah. <laughs> Ruining our memories. Mandela. Yeah, they still got the Blockbuster building. They ain't never getting rid of that memorial. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It still yeah. looks like Blockbuster, too. That's what's funny. <laughs> like, it's like a dollar store. It still looks like Blockbuster, no matter what they do to it. <laughs> Is it always gonna be blockbusters? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I fact. stole so many games from there. Oh, same. Dude, I had um, I had a magnet. I had the magnet. So when the Dreamcast was out, one, I was downloading Dreamcast oh, games. But sometimes, man. if I needed to go there, dude, I was popping games out left and right, bro. Uh, <laughs> I used to rob that place blind. <laughs> Who did it? You oh, remember man. me with the PS2? I had the hard drive in the back of that. I just go to Blockbuster, rent like eight games and oh, download yeah. them onto the hard oh, drive. The best, man. Oh, I still got my oh, modded PS2, know. man. This shit is real out here. I love my modded PS2. <laughs> the good old days, you know? Oh, and man. Microsoft for sure. <laughs> The good old days, but uh, so back to the back to the music. We having a good time right now, but uh, back to the music. So, um, you've been rapping for a hot minute. What is um, how many releases you got out? What is Champion like as far as solo releases? Uh, I actually scrapped everything prior to Champion, mm-hmm. and I, I consider Champion my first studio album release. Okay, so this is a whole new revamp. I like that. Yes, because. Um, a lot of my fans will notice, and a lot of friends and family members as well know that the songs on Champion have been a culmination of perfected songs that I've made maybe three or four years ago. Mm. Okay, so you just upped it up and balanced out the quality and stuff. I get it. I, yeah. People have heard a different versions of Champion. I'm sure if you look, you'll find another version of Champion. Mm, okay. Oh, wow. So much so that um, the original version had Mariah... Uh, what was her name? It's not Mariah Carey. Christina Million actually hey. a chorus on there. Oh, and my friends that had heard the song years ago, he's like, bro, how much did that Christina Million feature cost? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bro, you're bugging. That's not her no more. <laughs> 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 but I'm happy you said that because yeah. that means a lot of people couldn't tell the difference. Yeah, like, that's dope. <laughs> but it is my, wow. my 
first official studio album, I'm calling it. It's on all platforms, SoundCloud, Apple Music, Spotify. The way it's and supposed I'm to be. Forward from here because I've just been revamping a lot of my old stuff because it was great, you know? Mm. Yeah, man, that's good, I man. Just, yeah. I remember when I found out you started rapping, it was um Will. Will put me on. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yo, shout out to Artist Emo real quick. Fact. Fact. Well, he's doing so he, yo, he's the man. He's yeah. always the man. Yeah, he's cool. Logos for me and designing stuff for me. Yeah, he did my mixtape cover, and it, he did it. He did like a huge painting, and I have it like I have it in a frame. That's lit. Yeah. And it's it's the, uh, he's he just he hooked me up. He blessed me with it. And I was like, dude, I respect that. Like, but he's always been a good dude, and he put me on whenever like anyone from like you know Solonica or any stuff like that starts to do stuff. He's always throwing it in my ear. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's very good. Uh, I've gotten connected with so many people through him, and I'm not gonna lie, he's a good, he's a good dude. He's a humanitarian. Mm. I've been with him for a long time. He has connected mm-hmm. me with a lot of people. Yeah, he's yeah. a really good dude, man. Yeah, I knew, I knew, I knew him since shoot. I was like in seventh, seventh, eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. About twenty years, yeah, but not twenty. Yeah, no, about 20, years. <laughs> don't don't just yeah, we don't know how old we are. That's how old we're getting. We're getting to the point where the ages the age don't matter no more. They the don't. They all birthdays. Start to yeah, it's crazy out here, man. Anything over ten is too much. Word. <laughs> Anything over ten, if you know somebody longer than ten years, they're family now. Yeah, exactly. That's that's just it. You don't even got to explain it. They know you know you know they know. That's it. <laughs> I'll say no. at the end of this year, it's probably going to be my tenth year rapper. Nice, nice. Yeah. Tenth year. That's dope, man. See, that's the thing, man. I, I, I mean, I'm not. I don't regret it or anything like that. But like, I was always doing like, obviously, you know, the the poetry start. But I was always doing like the band stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like that's why in high school, like I knew the underground rap thing was going, but I was doing like the bands and all that good stuff. I was in band too. Oh, I was in too many hardcore bands. I was in two ridiculous hardcore bands, and oh, I remember. Oh, super violent, super out of control, and like I always used to mix in some rapping, but I never, I never like felt, I never wanted to rap. Outside of that, because I love that scene. That energy is very real. But then once, like you know, my last band like went, you know, once we kind of broke up, I was like, "Yo, I want to start rapping." I, I I felt like I matured, where I was like, "All right, it's time for me to relax. I want to put out some smooth shit." And then I just started rapping. I'm like, "Man, I got this!" Like, bro, that's dope. Yeah. I have a band too that I'm starting to, that I put together. Nice man, that shit's fun, man. It's a hip hop band called Urban Legends. Mm-hmm. See, I would love. I want it. I want to start a hip hop band with like a live group. One time, I actually did one show, and everybody always tells me I should do it again. I did one show with my old band, doing my hip hop tracks, and everyone loved it. You know what I'm saying? My hardcore band was doing my hip hop tracks, and I'm like, I've always wanted to play with a band, but it's hard to get people to commit. And this oh, that and that. experience is like no other, even for like. An audience member just seeing a hip hop band like live acoustic—it's it's the best like, thing. Amazing feel. Yeah, yeah live instrumentals is so be- it's so much better. Like, oh, yeah. it's so much more connected to the music. Yeah, and that and, sound, man, that sound, and it's also it it, it 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 makes it that much realer because it's not just like an artist who can make a mistake and just like blend into the beat that's playing in the background. You have an entire band that can mess up. So they're, they're working. Like, yeah. You feel like they're working for you. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. And bro, and, and their bond and your bond with them is a testament of how great the performance comes. Exactly. Out. That's why you know, dude, I tell people, take hold, man. Mm-hmm. You all have to be like so in sync and so on tempo that it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's very true, man. It, it's, and it's, it's, it's crazy. Like at, 
one little thing that falls apart can can break apart the whole thing going on up there, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's dope, and you could see, you could see the practice, you could see the effort. That's why I love like one my favorite. Have you ever seen Roots live? It's yeah. it's a game changer. Yeah. It's literally a game changer. And then that's why I like the way Jake Cole, ever since he started doing the live band thing, he's never looked back, and it's incredible. Like you've never heard someone say, "Oh man, I saw Jake Cole. That shit was whack." You've never heard that. Yeah. Yo, real quick, shout out to the Urban Legends, Brandon Cleveland and Dumb Loud. You know, Brandon, he, he went to Elmont. He's from the hood, too. Salute. Salute to Elmont, man. <laughs> Elmont's bred some people. Dude, yeah. man. Yo, when are we, we need to just get all of Elmont together to put out a tape, bro. Like, I, I produce and I rap. You produce and rap. Like, we all do it. Like, when are we going to put out a tape just called I'm, Elmont? I'm working on something. I've been quiet. But I'm working on something. Hey, let me know. Let me know what you need, bro. Hey, bro, say no more. I've been working <laughs> bro, on something. I'll be, be the best hype man you have, bro. <laughs> I'll be up there going crazy. <laughs> I just try to put us together for the longest. Because everyone's doing like individual things, but we can be like a movement together because of how many people are so talented in the area. It's crazy, bro. You know what I mean? Like It's crazy, bro. <laughs> general like elma alone not, not even counting the rest of long island like there's so many musicians artists and people doing their thing here mm-hmm. that just all banded together for like a single cause bro we'd be like more on the map oh fact dude you know who um you know uh was it uh matt beach Matt he used to skateboard and stuff like that he knew like yeah Adam the Cal- white dude right yeah dude so he so he used to produce way back in the day Mm-hmm. And, and 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 like you would hear about it and i was like yo, i heard he did some tough things yo he just started rapping over his production and stuff and it's nice bro i'm like bro you've been hiding this like you know what i'm saying like come on like let's find out word dude it's nice man it's nice man every time i look back on some elma stuff i hear some shit bro like and i'm like bro this is dope i know um smile my man smiley emery he out here doing shit ronnie out here doing stuff like Smiley's producing. Yeah, man, it's just nice, bro. Yeah, shout out to Anthony Barrios too. He's one of my producers. He's like Smiley's close friend. Yep, yep, yes, sir. He's yeah. dope. He's doing crazy stuff with production. We're gonna be putting out some work. Yeah, this man, a lot of talent on Elmont. Man. iPhone now. What happened? Literally, he produces everything on his iPhone. Now. Oh man, he wanted them. He wanted when yep. you get to that point in your career, you killing it. Yeah, where you you mastered it to the phone. Everything on the phone. That's fire. That's full-on songs. I'm like, bro, this is crazy. <laughs> that's dope. Yeah, that's that's one that's a gimmick and a half. Like, people are going to eat that shit up. Market that, bro. Hey, 100%. <laughs> Market that, dude. Fucking yeah. salute to that. He's nasty. <laughs> that's dope, though, man. Yeah, man. It's a lot, it's crazy. Like, just thinking about it, it's like, yeah, man, there's been there's a lot of gems. And we all know where we came from. So it's like, yo, this is real, that's real talent. This is real raw talent where you... You'd be like, yo, when did any of us ever have the time to do some shit? You know? <laughs> You're like, you had the same calculus class I had. Nigga, I saw you at key. I saw you at key food after work. Nigga, you had time to make some music. We had regents yesterday. What are you doing? That's just crazy, man. Now I respect that, man. Got it, dude. I, I fuck with that though. But um, so <laughs> back to back to champion though. So you said this was like a couple of years in the making and any of that, which is dope. Like I I gave it another listen today too while I was driving. I was fucking caught in traffic too, which was which made it better because I could finish the album and run back a few tracks. And I'm like, man, this is 
you you took a lot of risk and i love that like you tried so many different things you did different like you showed you you could bring it to anything like you weren't afraid to jump on anything yeah. and i rock with that like sometimes sometimes stuff may not work sometimes shit may not may not but like you never know until you do it you know what i'm saying and you were out here going for it and i fucking respect that like yeah the album is 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 totally different like you get a, a piece of everything that you that you open the interview with about like your background and all the different uh genres of music you're into that's mm-hmm. all over this album mm-hmm. <clears throat> i had to take a lot of risks because in in my debut album i feel like a lot of artists have a problem i'm very anti-record label too and mm-hmm. i feel like a record label will put out a a junior album for someone that will only display a certain type of stance of what they can do. Mm. So like when, after I released Champion, you heard songs like How I Feel on it, you know, you hear pop songs like Battlefield on it. When I put out an all acoustic rap album, y'all not going to say d Light's changing his tune. Because you already went there. You already knew what I was capable of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and I think that's dope. Who am I? Never go down with the heavy hitting bars. When y'all hear me put down a underground hip hop Wu Tang Nas type album, y'all be like, "Oh yeah, I knew he had it in him." Now let me let me relax, let me chill. You know, yeah. if I put out like a dance pop album like Battlefield and uh, like um, Could Ever Love, you're like, "Yo, this R and B swaggy hip hop stuff," and he's still coming with the bars. I could really enjoy it, and I really wanted it to have a flavor for everyone that listened to it. Mm-hmm. Which is, which is, which is dope. Like, and I can appreciate that. Like I definitely like, you know, I got to play devil's advocate sometimes. Cause like, there's also, there's ways that, that, that can work against you too. You know what I'm saying? There's ways that like, if you do reach around too much, then there's going to be the people that are like, nah, I want him to only do this. I only want him to do that. And this and that, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know what I'm saying? Or if you do put out, like, let's say you put out a whole, uh, if you put out a whole acoustic thing, right. And then people are going to be like, oh, he switched up. He's only doing this now. He's only, you know, he's folk now. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's because people are very, the attention span is crazy, but people are crazy like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that, no, but that's dope. Like, I like that approach because I get it. I see what you're doing. Like, it's like, yo, I'm putting something out. It's like, so if anyone needs anything, you know you can reach out. <laughs> you know you know you can yo, reach out. Yo, there's no one in the industry. Yo, Ed Sheeran could be like, yo, be light. I need some. I'm like, yo, Ed, I got the craziest hook for you. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. No, but that's that's also it's 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 dedication. I need something. I'm like, yo, I got you, bro. What yeah. you need? Yeah, it's dedication, dude. That's why, I met, like, when I hit you up, like, after listening to, that's why I was like, dude, I, I I don't know how we never worked, but I was like, yo, we can definitely do something because, like, I spent a lot of time practicing my craft over things that I would never even want to rap on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. So it's like to the point where it's like, yo, anyone could ask me for anything or even if it's something that I am familiar with, I'll challenge myself and I'll make something different like over it. And it's like, damn, I didn't know you could do that. And it's like, bro, I barely knew I could do it, but I practiced some other stuff. <laughs> I practiced some other shit so much that it's like, yo, I'm, I'm spreading it out. You know what I'm saying? Because great and it makes you versatile yeah you don't want to limit yourself because then you limit yourself you limit your fan base you limit your fan base you're you're limiting your money essentially you know what i'm saying absolutely 100% and people don't get that like that's why i hate when people go you know that that's not really for my kind of fan base or i don't want a fan base like that it's like you're a clown you're you're just wasting your time yeah man there's so many possibilities for you to limit to yourself to just one thing Mm -hmm. dude you know what's funny so 
I actually uh, did it. I did an interview with this dude. Um, this dude Dre. Uh, he's one. He's, he's hilarious. He's the man. He was funny as hell. He was like, yo, he's he's very meticulous. He's very he plans his stuff out. He's a strategist. You know what I'm saying? He's a businessman. Huh? Where's Dre from? He's from uh, he's from uh, Philly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So he he was like, "Yo, I do all this planning." He's like, "I put out a project that I spent months cooking it up, doing all this stuff. I made it perfect to his standard, to his mind." He's like, "He did it to the point where he was annoyed at how good he got it, you know." And he was like, "And it did good, but then I put out a single that took me forty minutes in the studio to write, record, and get like mixed and mastered, and that shit quadrupled the amount of listens I've ever had." <laughs> <laughs> And I was dying, bro, because I was like, bro, you can't you can't pick what's gonna pop. It's the fans, bro. At the end of the day. People know people just find what they want. Yeah, exactly. People find what they want. They will pick out the most obscurest track that you have. They're like, yo, you put out a fifteen second snippet three and a half years ago. This shit is gold. Yeah. It's crazy. Cause it's like, dude, I think and I felt his pain, bro. I'm like, yo, you put out like a ten track album and it did okay, but then you put out one song and the listens blew that out the water. And it's like, yo, I took forty five minutes to write this when I took three months to write this whole album and it's like this is what happened. You but just you know, never know. Sometimes albums are for the artists more than they are for the consumer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. If you're making an album and you think it's for the consumers and you're like an unknown, like you know, to that standard artist, then you're kind of like bugging. Yeah, it's really for you and how you want to choose to express a, a certain array of emotions mm-hmm. through a conglomeration of songs. Consumers yeah. that know you as an artist and have been rocking with you will love it, mm-hmm. but it's never completely for them. Which yeah. is crazy. It's yeah. never completely for them. Exactly. Because and that's a lot of times mm-hmm. what were you saying? No, no, go ahead. So a lot of times when you make an album is it's to your liking, that's why. So you're picking the songs you like and you think are gonna pop and not everybody has the same taste. <laughs> but see, and that, that plays into it. That's why like a lot of um that's why like when I do like the reviews and shit, like we're all very different what we like, but like I'm very weird when I hear an album that doesn't sound like the artist wanted to put it out. I hate it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, I don't care how musically sound it is. I don't care how with the times it is. If I cannot hear this dude having a good time, then I don't care about it. That's why people are like, yo, but you love the super ignorant stuff. It's like, bro, when an album is super ignorant, that dude's having a blast. Oh yeah, bro. He's having so much fun. <laughs> he's having a blast and you hear he's it. He's not limited to your, to your judgment. No, he's having a fucking blast. And that music is the best to me because it's like, yo, I get where his head was at. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't have a puppet like a hand up his ass, like moving his mouth. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's just them in their purest form. Yeah, man, and that shit's dope, man. Like, the more ignorant, the better. Just be real ignorant. Don't I, if someone's faking it. Yeah, we're from Elmont, straight up. We know when someone's faking the funk. We know when a new jack or someone's faking the funk. Like, that's just what it is. We smell it, we feel it, we know. <laughs> Come on, man. I ate with you at Sizzling. What are you talking about? <laughs> Fact. That shit you talking, you're not comfortable, bro. That's it. You tell him you're not comfortable, bro. Just taking games from Blockbuster like the rest of us. <laughs> bro, I just know you at the Home Depot checkers, bro. Yeah. <laughs> the FYE coconuts, nigga. I saw you over there. Yo, coconuts. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> Throwback. 
Buy supplies at Office Max too. Yep, that's a fact. Kicked out of coconuts, bro. I was not allowed in there no more. That's great, man, dude. Yeah, funny story about well, when it was Fye. Remember when we had that huge blackout? Yeah. Oh my god. So they had like everything turned off. Because remember, we lived down the. I used to live down the block. You did. Remember JP? We was down the block. Yeah. I was in there when that shit happened, and I just walked out with mad. <laughs> Yo, dip, that bro. FYE got fucked over. The camera was <laughs> off. The security was off. I was like, bro, this is it. That's funny. Blackout. You you immediately knew the possibility. Oh, that's a fact. When I saw that everything was out, I was like, oh, it's a wrap. Like I was. <laughs> <laughs> Said, wait, wait, everything is out? Oh, hell, you gotta understand his thinking process at that point. Because when the light shut off, I'm like, damn, I need gas. I need water. Like, Dude, I was on some scum <laughs> right shit. Now? Dude, I was, yo, that whole blackout, I was on some scum shit. I, I had went home with a fucking jacket filled with CDs in the summer. And then I fucking went and ate all the cereal in my house because I was like, yo, this milk can't go bad. So I was having a blast, bro. I ate everybody's cereal. Yo, we put Mr. Scoffy out of business that day. Mr. Scoffy was just giving ice cream and cups. Yeah, that's a that fact. Whole fucking day. That was the best day, dude. That night turned into a war zone when the water balloons oh came out. Oh, man. The streets bro, was dark. The Carson, the Carson, uh, the Carson schoolyard was dangerous that yeah, day. Yeah, it was wild. On every block. Honestly, yeah, I had a lot of the best times. They were like friends of mine that couldn't get back to their house or whatever, and they crashed at my place, and that summer was like one of the realest summers. Oh, it was the best. A lot of bonds were formed that summer, too. <laughs> nice. Hey. Shout out to my homies. For real, man. That's dope, man. That brings back some good fucking times, man. Oh, <laughs> oh man. So, but back to the album. Um so this has just been in the works for a while, but um, what's what's next after this? Like, what's your plan? I know you're doing the shows and stuff. Like, what do, what do you got? In, what do you got in the works? Yeah, so I'm I'm planning a tour now. Okay. I'm gonna try and plan a tour. I'm affiliated with this business network called uh, PLGS. Okay. Uh, it's a business network, and we're planning a whole bunch of tours to go around. We do a lot of donation foundation work for Haiti as well. That's dope, man. I appreciate that that's dope so all right then you know where you're where you're trying to tour we definitely could talk about that after too because i got some canada connects and a bunch of other connects too that i could oh, always so no, i actually tapped into my fan base and i'm actually and, um, i'm creating a forum because the majority of where my fans are i've been analyzing my spotify analytics my apple music to find where my fans are located and i'm gonna find a venue close to there and hit those hey things. that's what's up there you go I'm very, very methodical when it comes to certain things like this, so I'm still very much in the works of it. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm putting together my band right now. We're actually going to be performing uh, somewhere in uh, Amityville area. Let me yeah. know. Let me yeah. know. I'm, I'm there, bro. Let me know. Well, I'll definitely give you all the information, but yeah, it's putting this band together, planning these tours, and, and because like this album took so long, you know, in two years, I, I already have like two or three albums on standby. Mm -hmm. so you got stuff to put out so you got now you can coast now you could focus on the business you can focus on that other stuff so i'm i'm touring and promoting the champion album for another six to eight months and then i'm gonna put out the next project is gonna be literally easy only like instant instant like inspirations are gonna go on the new album as well 
you know, nice, things nice. before. But I'm playing. I'm focused on putting this band together, getting this band established. Um, LOTP is back. James Lucid is is rapping now. Yeah. I'm executive producing his next album, recording, mixing, mastering, all of that. Videos are coming out. Bro, there's so much stuff in the works that's going to happen in such a short period of time. You're going to see a, a drastic change in social media and a lot of updates. Dude, good, man. We really, like, you know how we are. We, we want to see you win, so we really want to see that happen, man. We want to see you keep doing your thing and fucking, dude, it's, El- it's Elmont, baby. We know. We know we, we hungry. We hungry out in Elmont, even if it's the vegan oxtails they got, man. We hungry. Right? <laughs> Yo, I'm, I'm the trying to vegan oxtails, so I'm going to need that link. Bro. Dude, I, dude, I got I to send it to you, bro. When I saw it, I was like, this is offensive. Off Meacham? I don't know. That's like an oxymoron. Dude, you know what's crazy, though? Out of all the oxtail people I know vegan. that went vegan, everyone misses the sauce that goes on the oxtail. <laughs> oh, no, man. Bro, the sauce it's is vegan. better. That's the it's best. Vegan oxtail. Bro, you are when you ask for the gravy. Oh, they always give you a hard time, too, but that's the best part. <laughs> that's because they know it. <laughs> they know if you get enough of it, you could study and replicate yeah. it. So You're going to get three teaspoons, no more. Fact, they don't want you <laughs> trying to be like plankton, no, on, trying to be like plankton on SpongeBob, trying to steal oh, the recipe for the sauce. <laughs> What's in the sauce? <laughs> that shit is bomb, bro. Everybody loves oxtail sauce, bro. It's not a game. <laughs> oh, they better man. give you the fucking the salad on the side too, like the real Jamaicans when they give you oxtails. That's some vegan rice and beans with some oxtails. <laughs> dude, when I t- dude, I'm telling you, when I go to this place, it's like after seeing it, I was like, oh, I gotta go. I'm gonna I'm gonna live stream that shit for all the ignorant people. They gotta see me go through it, man. They want. Yo, we gotta do a Not Your Man's podcast there, man. We gotta just all go there and sit down, eat some vegan oxtails, and, and do a podcast yeah. straight from there. <laughs> That's, that's the run, out, run out the vegan oxtail spot. Have people Fact. come through freestyle, get some oxtail. <laughs> freestyle and I'm there, bro. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm putting that in the notes, man. You know I take notes for everything. You know that's in the notes right now. No, <laughs> oh, man, nah, man but that's know, fire, man. bro. <laughs> also, a lot of artists now, I think, in Elmont are, are starting to come to me for production. So you're going to see a lot of artists around here with a... Uh, with a tag on the production name. Hey, there we go. That's what I like, man. That's what I like, man. I'm a, I'll, I'll even come at you to throw some business your way, man. Why not? Fuck it, man. Bro, let it in. Yeah, oh, man. I, I say I'm, I started my record label. Hey, they, that's uh, the key. Contrast Productions. Got that uh, LLC going, you know. It, that's right. Contrast Productions, LLC. It's a, it's a record label, music production, recording. I'm starting to find a, a place to build a studio. Nice. Uh, network's gonna help me out with that. It's gonna be somewhere on the island. But lot, yo, a lot of big things up there. That's dope, man. Salute to that, man. Keep keep grinding, bro. Keep grinding. Keep hungry. You know what I'm saying? You gotta keep hungry. But um, damn, yo, we've been chopping it up for a minute. I got a, we got a few questions that I always like to get out. But um, go for it. All right. I'm going to need artists that you want to work with in the future from mainstream to underground. We need artists and producers, man. Who you got on your list? Uh, Ed Sheeran, I want to work with. Fire. Uh, yo, trap music, when it came out, people don't understand. I feel like people don't understand good trap music. But I've been listening to trap. They don't. They don't. They really don't. Like Don Tripp, if anybody knows who Don Fire. Tripp, Oh my God! Yeah, Fire. He's on my radar. First of all, there you go. If he hears it, he's on my radar. I need to do a song with that man because that man has punchline bars. Yep. 
you know he lives the life he's about. Yep, he sounds like it. You are convinced he enough. Does, bro. And I hear and I'm like, yo, you you went through that. <laughs> From the slum slum. Like clip, like clip long as a rocket launcher? I believe you. Yeah, that's a fact. Don <laughs> Trips on my radar. Uh, producers. Hmm. Producers. This is always the good one because when people are truly about their craft, it's it's I always some like producer that's they don't like want to work with nobody. I feel like I feel like Premiere should give me a go. Oh, that'd be great. That's my dream. That's one of my bucket lists. If that happens, I'd probably quit rap. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wrap. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, bro. Nah. Let let me and Premiere get on the track. You know who I and it's like. I, and I think about it when people always mention, like, a premiere always, bucket list, Pete Rock bucket list. But you know who I, as a producer, who I want to do a full album with? Who's that? Fucking um, Adrian Young, the dude who did the soundtrack to Black Dynamite, and he did a lot of the uh, Prime. Dude, he is, he, yo, if you go on, yo, just look him up on, go on, like, iTunes and just listen to some of his beat tapes, bro. He's the fucking truth. He did the whole Black Dynamite soundtrack. He is, the, that soundtrack is fire. He yo, is the that truth. Is to say that reminded me real quick. Yo, new job is. Stop playing. <laughs> Stop playing. Stop playing. Stop playing. He made the soundtrack for a samurai something. Yep. Oh yeah, he knows. Oh, I was about to ask about who did the soundtrack to because that's like one of my favorite fucking anime. Yes, Mujabe is that old. Oh yeah, he knows. He pulled it up, bro. I'll pull up on the track and go ham. Go crazy. I think that I think that soundtrack that soundtrack like vinyl is still crazy money right now. Bro, I believe it. Yeah. I've been in the lab trying to replicate what he does. Dude, yeah, he's, he's a genius, bro. Amazing. Yeah, he's a fucking genius. He so yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. The monumental. <laughs> that's, see, that's, see, that's a good one. That's usually when I get this. Sometimes somebody will throw a gem in there when we do the interviews, but that's a good one. Yeah, bro. That's a new job is and premiere for me, bro. Yo, you know, I'm surprised no one ever, like, flipped that soundtrack. The Samurai Champagne? Yeah. yeah. You said too much. I'm next. Because <laughs> you, you got to remember, that's, a lot of people are up on anime. And if they are, they're, they're up on like the common anime, like Dragon Ball Z and shit. So. Yeah. Nah, download but, it like, speak. Yo, anime be having some fire beats. Like, you ever watched anime called Gangsta? Oh, oh man. Yeah. Be oh, I, I saw the preview for that, and I think I started watching it. I didn't finish it. Oh, fire. Yeah, that's man. fire, bro. Yeah, a lot of, you know, a lot, even like... When the ones that actually realized it, like when they did like the Afro Samurai, those flips were wild, bro. Crazy. You gotta remember, Afro Samurai was Rizzo. Yeah, like, it was Rizzo. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they, they and they were wild. They were super fire. Like, but Rizzo was flipping classic. You know what I'm saying? Like anime type stuff for that. So like that's that's what you can get out of it. And that soundtrack was wild. <laughs> a lot of people don't even. A lot of people don't even say Rizzo when we ask them. About their producers and stuff. I feel like people have a chip on their shoulder because he does like the movies and stuff more now. I think yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so they they kind of put it in like he's a movie guy now. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, he's he was true. Yeah. Like he changed music like with his production. So yeah, you say that. Too. <laughs> yeah, you can give me. Yeah, yeah. I can't stop with that. <laughs> it's fire. Later. 
<laughs> that see now see now y'all got me fucked up. I'm gonna be listening to anime. I'm gonna be in here till two in the morning listening to anime soundtracks with my fucking with my plugins loaded with my fucking <laughs> my damn sampler running, bro. God damn, you know fuck me. Gonna up. hear a bunch of kicks and hits. <laughs> Okay, where'd you get this from? Angie gonna be she gonna come to the door like what you doing in there? I'm gonna have a kimono on and shit. <laughs> <laughs> the wooden Some slippers. Wooden sandals. <laughs> <laughs> Fact, man. Right? Yo, you gonna be the next Lupe, man. You gonna be on scene with a freaking samurai sword in the back. <laughs> Fact. Oh, you can't you tell him to leave his sandals outside? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's crazy, man. Yeah, I'm gonna be thinking about that. Yo, I'm upset. You mentioned Lupe. I'm upset Lupe didn't do that yet because he's a big anime dude. No, he's big in the street. Yeah. How come he never he's did that? He's slacking now. He's yeah. I'm about to tweet his ass. I'm about to get at him right now. <laughs> yeah, that should have been Lupe. One of Lupe's thing from the jump. From the jump, bro. You got a project called Tetsuo and Youth, bro. You're not flipping no anime soundtrack. What are you doing? That's a problem. He, Lupe should have started the Street Fighter sound effects before anybody. He should have had the perfect. All that stuff <laughs> perfect. <for his> <laughs> That's a fact, man. That's a fact. I got I got some words for Lupe. He over here talking about this whole Eminem Joe button. It's like, don't worry about them, bro. You need to get on your fucking anime soundtrack too <laughs> for your fans. <laughs> Nah, man, but yo, man, we we pretty much at the hour mark, man. Yo, we appreciate you chopping it up with us, man. You got anything you want to plug for everybody that's listening? Well, that when they listen in, obviously. Um, yo, just um, check me out on Instagram at I must be light, I M U S T, the letter B and light spelled regularly. I'm putting out a whole bunch of music. Check out my champion album on Apple Music, Spotify, title. If you could type it in and search it, you'll find it. And uh, look out for some new stuff from me, bro. I always feel to reach out. I always encourage fans to reach out and shoot me a, a, a message on Messenger because I always respond, you know. I might get to you two or three days later after everything floods my inbox, but I always respond. Uh, check out my Facebook page, facebook.com slash I must be light. You'll see a whole bunch of stuff there, and uh, I'll definitely keep you all in the loop. Shout out for Not Your Man for interviewing me and uh, keeping a lookout and being on my team. I really appreciate it. Yeah, oh, no doubt, man. We appreciate you, man. We definitely want you to win, you know what I'm saying? But, yo. I'm be light, young Arthur, young King Arthur. Came with Excalibur, this departure, flesh and half. Then you'll bleed a red sea. So call me Moses from the bars that you red sea. I wrote my lyrics on parchment from scrolls from the Dead Sea. You just dead sea, this a dead beat, you know. Kinda like my father, I go further, I go farther. This is murder, this is slaughter, this is nurture. I'm a martyr, put my life down for this hip hop game. Only way I stop if I get ripped off stage, cause I deserve this shit. If you don't know what my purpose is, it's to give you life. But for that, I gotta murder this. Cause I give you life, I give you nonstop bars. Try to bar me nonstop, like I won't reach two stars. See, I emanate the light of at least two stars. See, I'm torn, like broken loose leaf. I'm Bruce Lee's God. The way I'm chopping up the words on the page. When I get off the stage, they'll have to relocate. Rikers to this place, cause it's a prison now With all the bars I'm giving out I heard if you wanna rain, you gotta live in clouds But even if it rains, that's what you need to bloom the seed I'll never see the seed like a baby born as an amputee Seems to me that I got these cancer genes I plan to metastasize my lyrics all through humanity I'm a stage four, what am I on this stage four? Came with 300 bars like Spartans ready to wage war Is there the hell of a warrior MCs? Cause after this, they'll never remember me 